Welcome to Living the Dream Acting, the podcast. A podcast for actors, by actors, about acting. And here's the host, Christina Kipper Halstead. and welcome to episode two of Living the Dream Acting, the podcast. I'm your host, Christina, and this podcast features interviews with actors, writers, directors, and everyone involved in the performing arts from stage to screen, including those artists like myself who live in the regions where the rules of the business can sometimes be a little different. The main goal of this podcast is to create community, learn from other artists, and share inspiration with one another. So I would love for you to share your insights, inspiration, and stories. Please share by leaving a comment on my website, livingthedreamacting.com, or by liking us on Facebook and leaving your comments there. Episode number two features the second part of my interview with Mike Lawler, professional actor in Phoenix, Arizona. If you missed episode one, it's still available on iTunes and Podbean, and you can access it through my website, livingthedreamacting.com. Before we get to the interview, let's check in. In episode one, I talk about my background and training. So if you want to know more about me, you can listen to the first episode or go to livingthedreamacting.com to read a little more. Last week, we talked about the idea of being a late bloomer. And I felt like I could relate to Mike's story of starting and stopping and restarting. And I almost don't think of that anymore as being a, him being a late bloomer because I could relate to being interrupted so many times on my path uh, as an actor, as an artist, as a performer, just life taking me in other directions or me losing focus or me doubting myself, all of these things that would keep me from creating the life that I wanted and really even honoring and acknowledging myself as an artist. And so it was inspirational to hear that first part of Mike's story and now I think of it more like the story of the phoenix rising from the ashes. And, of course, like the story of the phoenix, you we have to kind of burst into flame before we can rise again from the ashes. And that whole flame bursting thing is pretty painful <laughs> without getting too overly dramatic, if that's even possible, because I mean, I am an actor. I just am grateful already for the sense of connecting with community through this podcast, through Facebook. The I'm grateful for the inspiration of that first half of Mike's story, and there is more to come. The second part is just as good, if not better. So let's get on with the interview. In part two of my interview with Mike Lawler, we talk about dealing with money fears as an actor, intimacy on stage and off, dealing with the highs and lows of acting or ways that we can take good care of ourselves. And we also talk about giving back. I hope you enjoy it. Here's Mike. Have you ever had any moments come up again where you felt like, I don't know if I should be doing this. I Maybe I should quit. Maybe I should get a 
not a real job, get a but job. Get, get, get a better paying gig or, you know, or were, once you sort of got in it, were you sure like, this is who I am and this is where I need to be and whatever comes with it, comes with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, l- l- um, let me, I, let me, let me really say this is, I am, um, I pinch myself sometimes with the, that I've got these opportunities and these jobs and this, this chance and this, uh, this, um, the people that have helped me, um, have the career that I have here in Phoenix. And, and I, I've been able to be a part of so many fantastic shows and work with so many great directors and so many, so many fun, fun shows. Um, uh, it's been amazing. That being said, um, I will, um, I'll wake up sometimes and, uh, or just be a thought will go through my head. Like again, like what in the world are you thinking? <laughs> What are you thinking? Get a grip on yourself. You know. Is but, it because of the unknown factor? Like when yeah. am I going to get a job this season? Sure. Am I going to work all again? That, am I ever going to make? That's all that. All that chatter. All that chatter. Mm-hmm. That I, I. I. I think it's everybody. I mm-hmm. think it's everybody. It's a. It's a difficult. It's a. This is a tough profession. It's a really, really tough profession. And I. The, it's not like I've seriously considered not doing that. That's not. That's not. I don't want to. I don't want to leave that. That idea. That's not, and that's not really what, what, what goes on. I mean, most of the time I am like, again, so excited and so thrilled and so grateful that I've got this opportunity. But the thought does go through my head sometimes when I, you know, it's just the way I'm wired. Like, you know, like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. Like the moments of self doubt that we all experience yeah. no matter what yeah. and no matter what field we're in. Or, again, no matter yeah. what. Right. We're all questioning, am I doing the right thing? Right. And, you know, do right. I deserve to be here? You know, things like that. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, that's a good segue into something oh, we like were talking segues. about earlier. Yes. We said this is a tough profession. Um, I wanted to talk about sort of the ways that we deal with the tough parts of being an actor, sort of from an emotional standpoint, I guess. Um, but I sort of, I have this theory that we have to be super hyper aware of the sort of the demons and the dark parts that come along with being an actor. And we have to take really good care of ourselves spiritually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, because it's such an intense experience. It's so the, the intimacy that happens between actors, the intimacy that happens between actors and the audience and even the intimacy that we experience when we're getting into a character, especially some of those characters that you, that we have trouble sort of walking away from or letting go of, you know, and if we're really doing heavy, painful, dramatic scenes, you know, or people that, I don't know, the ugliest parts of ourselves have to come out. So, um, I, my theory is that it's also about wiring part of, being having this passion and this drive to be who we are and that we are born artists also comes with this sort of dark side that we have to be really careful about. So I'm wondering what kinds of things do you do to take care of yourself to sort of help maintain boundaries in work and also to keep ourselves from going, you know, when we think about people like Heath Ledger and people that sort of turn to either addictions or they also or also just, you know, depression or, you know, we can be prone to some some heavy stuff sometimes. So I'm wondering what you do to kind of stay positive and take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're, yes, what you said. 
Which part? <laughs> yes, you agree with all that. Yes, and all how that. do you take care of yourself? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, taking care of yourself, that's a good thing. You have one take care of yourself. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, uh, I, we, um... Like, basic stuff. Like, I know if I don't do my yoga or I don't, you know, eat healthy, if I don't stay mentally clear about what my job is, you know, uh with people that I'm playing with on stage and that it's that when you're on stage, you have permission to do so many things and be so many things to other people and for the audience. But then, you know, that's supposed to stay on stage, but you know, things get weird. And we also have these really high highs that we experience when we're performing. And then when a show ends or even when you have to go home at night after rehearsal, that we can kind of drop into these low lows. So I'm, just curious as to what um, individual actors do to help them stay in the middle place and not like give in too much to the high highs or, or you know, yeah. to the low lows. Yeah, I, I don't know that you can control that, honestly. I, I, I'm just, I, you know, I mean, I don't think, you know, we feel like you, you said, right? it's like we're human beings. So we have, we feel these things. It, it, it's what is part of being, it's part of being an actor is I'm going on this. Going on this ride, we take we we take rides with these with these plays with these characters that we're on, and sometimes it's a wild ride. Sometimes you know, I mean, it's it's a job that requires a lot of energy, a lot of focus, and um, and there is some whether it be after a rehearsal or after the close of a show, there's a there's a there's a cooling off period, if you like, or there's a there's a you know, it, it takes a while to to wind down. I know I do. I get I get pretty wired up. I can't just like you know come home and and just you know. Um, have a glass of milk and go to bed. It's, I don't work that way. And I, uh, you know, I mean, I've got to, you know, I'm going through it right now. We closed noises off on this, uh, a week ago last Sunday and, and I was sad. Which was an amazing show. I'll just state that again, was, by the way. <laughs> you guys, it was an impeccable performance. It, it was, was great. It was very fun. And I had, uh, it was one of the most fun. It was really, really difficult to put up, but it was one of the most fun shows I've ever been a part of. I had a fantastic group of actors that I was working with, a terrific director. Everybody knows noises off. It's a great script, and um, and you know, so it closed on Sunday, and we had a terrific run. And I was, it's, it's hard. It's sad. It's, uh, I feel, I feel a lot. You know, just it's, um, it was a fan. You know, you miss, I miss the joy. I miss the joy of doing it, and so I get sad. And um, and so I've got to honor that. I can't like, well, I got to compartmentalize that sadness. It's there. It is what it is. Um, God. You know, so what, how, how do I take care of myself? I, you know, I, um. Do you, I mean, you, you, do you work out? Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I work out, but yeah, I work out. That's part of what I, part of what I do. I mean, yeah, we have to take care of ourselves as actors. It's, you know, it's part of, yeah, you know, as best we can. We're all built differently, but you know, I, I, for me, working out helps me. It helps me relieve stress. I like, you know, it helps me um, with endurance. Uh, strength that I need. Um, it's also just I, good know, for we, us to do well, just keep because our bodies yeah, are what yeah. we use to perform. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, I surround myself with friends, people that me. I surround myself with people that know me intimately. Um, and um, and that's the those are the people that keep me on track. They're the people that remind me who I am, so I don't get too high and I don't get too low. Mm -hmm. You know, I, um, 
Sometimes those people for me are people who actually aren't aren't are in theater at all and don't uh, perform because sometimes usually those are not. Occasionally, yeah. occasionally that happens, but um, but no, usually not. I mean, I have fantastic some great friends and 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 people that I really admire that that are that are fellow actors and directors and producers, and um, and I have great fun with them. But I, um, for me, I have a you know a group of friends um, that. Uh, um, that again, that I that that really help me and keep you know, grounded. Keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. I think um, they yeah. tell me that I help them and I believe them. And and I've got a you know I've got a family that uh, some brothers and sisters who are amazing that um, um, that are there when I need them and um, and I get to be there when they need me and and uh, and that's terrific. And um, you know, I mean, for me, I'm a guy that. Um, um, uh, you know, believes if you like, and I, I believe in a um, a spirit, uh, a higher power. Um, call it what you will, and um, uh, and that uh, that being said, you know, it helps me when I'm um, when I'm having a hard time to get involved with other people, to be you know, to be around other people, to to get off my butt and do something for somebody else. Nothing works like that, you know. Mm, giving back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I've got, and I, you know, me, I'm a guy that, um, I've got a lot of opportunity to do that. And it's one of the reasons I like Phoenix so much. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because there, I wanted to have you share a little bit about the, the work that you're doing over at the Children's Hospital or Phoenix Children's Hospital with, when you go over there sometimes with the group of actors. And yeah, I'm with a group called uh, Partners That Heal and, uh, we're at, um, uh, we're part of Phoenix Theater. We're part of the education branch of Phoenix Theater. And there's a group of actors. Um, and we, we take, um, well, our mission is to, uh, uh, to take improv and, um, uh, stories and crafts to, uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital and to the pediatric wing at, uh, St. Joseph's Hospital. And, um, we, uh, we're there to have fun with the kids. We, we try to engage them, um, get them involved, to get them um, um, uh, inspired, get them to laugh, get them um, um, to help us uh, tell these stories through, like, help us make uh, crafts, making us, we're going to tell the story of where the wild things are. We have them build uh, googly eyes and put, put card, cut out some paper and put them on popsicle sticks and make eyeballs and they get to help us be wild things and, um, and um, we do bedside visits and do uh, uh, silly improv games, um, you know, return desk and um, uh, sentences and just all kinds of goofy, silly games. And it's it's been one of the most fun, most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. And something I, you know, like life does with me. It like came out of left field. I totally, totally not what I expected this to be. And it's been fantastic. Fantastic. So I get to go do that, um, you know, once or twice a week. Yeah. That's great. It's pretty amazing. I think it's really important for us to find ways to give back, especially because we can be sort of even unintentionally narcissistic as actors. And when we're well, turning our, our attention towards, yeah. you know, what we can give with our talents, then it's part that, of our training, right? Is mm-hmm. to be, to observe ourselves. And yeah, we get, you know, we all, I guess probably I do, you know, pretty self-absorbed guy. And, uh, and it's really easy to get I don't actually think that when I think of you. That's not the first thing I well, think of. <laughs> well, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we all have that, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah, I mean, again, I guess that, that's why I've got, I've got, I've got some friends that help me out. Yeah. That's great. Do you, are you, uh, do you do anything else that, um, uh, sort of explores your creativity besides acting? Or what do you do, I should say? Um, well, I take, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy singing. I'm not a, I'm not a great singer, but I enjoy it. And, um, um, and that's fun. It's something I've always enjoyed. I, uh, I do a little bit of, uh, baking. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Um, creativity. Like, do you write or have you ever thought about, you know, I'm making a, I, any I've always filmmaking or Pardon? any filmmaking or anything like um, that or thought about it? Not about like, like being on the other side of the camera. I love mm-hmm. being in front of the camera, but I've never thought about like being a director. Or, uh, I, I just, not to say that, you know, I would say, oh, no, I'll never do that, but I it just, that hasn't come up. I, I, I love, I've, being on set is one of the most fun things in the world. I think it's fantastic. And yeah, writing, I, I enjoy writing. I've never really like thought, well, gee, I need to write, um, you don't need to write a play right now, although I, it has been in the back of my mind about doing one man shows. So that's been kind of fun, but, um, I haven't seriously kind of put down and, um, and, and gone to write anything, but, you know, again. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, never know. So, do you have anything to offer um, to someone either who's younger and just starting out, or actually someone who can relate to your story of sort of being older and and needing to, older? I say older. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I, sorry, I I'm not a that. young chicken I either, do- but. You know, just that where, you know, you've, they've either sort of walk, walked away from this passion or maybe they didn't, weren't as lucky as we were and didn't go the path of getting to do it in college and all that stuff, but they're, they're secretly really wanting to. And is, what could you offer them as far as inspiration? I would say go for it. That's all I would say. I mean, if you, if you have the desire, I, some of the best advice I heard was follow your bliss. And if you have if you have the desire and you have the opportunity for crying out loud, why not? I mean, I just speak for Phoenix. There are a, a ton of different the- community theaters out here. There are so many ways to get involved in theater, and believe me, theaters want people to be involved. And who knows how that you know how the gift for any young actor it's it's gonna it's gonna turn out. You just don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know until you show up. I mean, it, it could you say, well, gee, maybe I don't know if I'm this is gonna happen for me. There are so many. That's what I love about you know. How, career actors, people that end up having careers in Los Angeles and New York, big markets. There are so many ways that people get there. It's not just one way to do it. So you never know. I mean, I think if you, everybody has some talent. Everybody has some talent. And, you know, God decides who has the, who has what kind of size gift. And then it just, it's a matter of how do we want to, how do we want to honor that talent? How do we want to, you know, how far do we want to go? How far do we, you know, Far do you want to take it? I guess. And for me, I think if you're finding the right people, finding the people that that um, that makes sense to you, people that make a difference with you, directors, coaches, whoever, people that when you work with them, you're changed. Your work has changed. Your work has improved. That you're seeing results. If you're seeing them out and you're you're having fun. I say, I say, like me, just go for it. And if you know, that's the thing with this thing. I, I, I got to remind myself not to take myself too seriously. It's got to be fun. If this isn't fun, you're crazy. Because 
it's too it's too freaking hard otherwise. It's a lot of work. And especially with theater, it's such a time commitment. You gotta love to do theater. There's so many people that do here that do film and television locally because you don't have the time demand. Some people just do not have the time. And if you wanna act and you don't have the time to do theater, see if you can get an agent or you know, there's a bunch of resources online that you can you know um LA Casting Now or for instance others there are there many others but but you can you can find online casting you know services and and you can do you know audition for low budget uh, films or student films or whatever it's going to it's going to you know keep you keep you happy and keep you you know working mm-hmm. so ultimately that's it is we just have to do it Maybe you need to, especially at first, just not even think about money and trying to make money at it. Just find a way to do it well, while you're yeah. keeping yourself alive, you know. Or. I, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm idealistic about it. I, I really think if you're excellent, the money's going to come. I think you can get really screwed up by thinking, well, I guess I'll, all right, I'll say it. I think you get really screwed up by, by saying, well, I have to have, I have to make this amount of money. Although I don't think it is a business, and I think, Giving yourself a goal and saying, "Well, I'm going to give myself three years on that." That's not. I think you. I think it's great to have a game plan. I think you should have goals and and be prepared before you go out. But I think you can. I think you have to give yourself. If you really want a career at this, you really have to give yourself um, the opportunity to to get yourself in a place where you can have a career. Well, and if we're artists, then we're artists for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can set a goal and say, if I don't achieve such and such by a three-year time period, then I'm done. Right. You can't. You can't survive and not be exploring and expressing your art. So it's just an ongoing adventure. (laughs) Well, what then, just to sort of add to that, what, um, what is it important for an actor to know when they're having just the artist hat on versus the business side of it, because that's sort of an additional additional learning exercise there. Or do you mean the business of having a career? The business of yeah, the business of being an actor versus the business of being an artist, or versus the you know the artistic side of it. Well, I think that's a really good that's a really good point. I mean, I think it. it you know, I had, a, I had a director early on that said, you know, you'll have a career when you believe you deserve one. I'm paraphrasing wow. a little bit. When you, when you, when you, um, wow. I'm paraphrasing what he said, but, but I think you have to, I think it's like, I think it's like having, it's like your training. I think it's part of your training, really, is to understand how we make money as actors. We are storytellers for pay. So I believe you want to make you want to train yourself to be able to make money in as many different areas of storytelling as you can. So I think that means theater. I think it means film. I think it means soap operas. I think it means television, commercials, industrials, live industrials. If you're a singer, cabarets. If you could dance, it'd be whatever. Doing dance. I think as many uh, voiceovers. As many opportunities as you have to be, to, uh, to be excellent as a storyteller, the more opportunity you're going to have to make money. And that's what the businesses, that's what they tell me at the businesses in New York, if you're going to a big market, that this is the money. You're looking, you're, you're, you're working with mega corporations, international corporations when you get to New York to, to, um, 
um, New York and Los Angeles. And I, believe me, I mean, that you're going to have somebody come up to you on a set in Los Angeles and go, look, we want to know if we can put you on a Tonight Show. What are you going to, you know, tell me about yourself. You know, are, can you, could you pitch this film? So you have to be able to, you have to really, I think, you know, be a master at all these things. And, and you, if you're going to find a manager or, a, or an agent who's going to market you, it gives you that, those many more avenues to make money. Right. And then you have somebody that if you're making that much money, you have, you have somebody that can help you with, uh, you, you know, what a, what a, uh, a guy or a woman does with having a bunch of money. And, and then, gee, do I buy a house? Do I invest? What do I do? You know, um, but I think number one, it's becoming, you know, really understanding what the, what our opportunities are for, for making money and how we can do that as best we can. And then you really have to, I think you have to build those tools. You have to, you know, get yourself a demo reel, get yourself a voice demo and, and, um, and, and be prepared and have your, have all your auditions and get your real, your demo reel together. And, and, um, you know, like, I guess like any person does going to, um, uh, to apply for a job. So, I'm Mike Lawler. Here's what I can do. How can I help you? You know? Because mm-hmm. there is, yeah, you know, I don't know. I believe, I mean, I believe that, that people that know you, directors that know you, can see, right? You, they can see you walk in the room and you, you do this and they go, well, I can imagine, I can imagine him looking like this if I put a costume or a hat on and he's going to look like this and he can do this role. But I think when you get to probably big projects in film and television that they don't want to imagine. I heard that on, I heard that on NPR, by the way, and I believe it, that they don't, producers and directors don't want to imagine. They don't want to have to imagine. They want you to walk, they want the character to walk in the room. They want you to deliver. They need you to inspire them and show them what it is they're looking for and be that, be, well, show them, yes, really... I'm this. Let me show you. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to be able to deliver. I think this is, this is, you know, kind of who I, this is, this is what you're looking for here. This is, this is the way I see it. And here's what, um, here's what I have to offer you. So, um. Which kind of goes back to what you were saying in the beginning about when you were struggling with letting, maybe quitting the business altogether and not knowing who you were and trying to figure out who you were. In essence, you need to know who you are as an actor and right. and be confident and know what you can give and how you can give it and what you're good at yeah. so that you're showing them instead of this sort of myth that we're trying to go in and be pleasing and try to figure out yeah, what they a, want that's and a, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a not going to work that's a death game it's <laughs> yeah, not going to work yeah. and it is hard i mean you know acting i mean depending on the kind of stories you want to tell there are some stories that are are going to require you i mean especially if you're doing I guess we're talking about drama here, but um, if you're going to be require you to be really vulnerable, you you got to know yourself. You have to. It it takes, and so you know it takes time, and it takes it takes the the it takes time, and it takes the um, you know say the resource and the um, uh, the willingness to go in and 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 do that do that kind of work and and uh, um, you know if, if that's if that's what you want to do, yeah. Any last uh, words of wisdom and advice for our listeners? <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I don't know, follow your dream. 
it's really follow your dream. You know, just be honest with yourself and your heart and, um, and, uh, what it is that you want to do. And this is, this is something that you really, it really fires your imagination. And it really, um, if you're passionate about them, you're really honest. If you really want to tell stories, then, um, then find, again, find, find a company, find a, find a director, find a, um, find a city, find a, uh, a teacher that, uh, can help you. And, uh, um, and just do it. And just do it. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Christina. You're awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's the end of part two of my interview with Mike Lawler. I wish I could have spent more time with Mike, so we'll have to catch up with him again on the podcast. In the meantime, in Phoenix, you can catch Mike in his next production, The Fever by Wally Shawn. He's performing at the Black Theater Troupe building for two nights only, July 11th at 10 p.m. and July 16th at 7 p.m. You can get tickets by contacting the Actors Theater box office. So before we go, I want to take a moment to share another one of my great finds. And this week, it's a book called Acting from a Spiritual Perspective by Catherine Marie Bild. Catherine is a writer, director, acting coach, and Grammy award-winning producer, another multi-hyphenate artist, currently living in New York City. I met with Catherine in New York in 2005 and had a lovely experience. I have actually overloved this book because it's completely falling apart. Like the binding is all a mess and the cover is falling off. But um, here's a little bit of the description from the back cover. It says, do you long to be an actor but fear you lack the right stuff? Do you hesitate pursuing an acting career because people tell you it's impractical or too competitive? Are you a working actor and find yourself frustrated? blocked you can't get the roles you want and are losing heart acting from a spiritual perspective a cheering inspiring handbook gives you a fresh look at the art and craft of acting and gets you past those mental and emotional obstacles that prevent you from fulfilling your dreams and it says at the bottom acting can be your art your business and your calling a way to express yourself artistically make a living and serve the world acting from a spiritual perspective will show you the way so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, I encourage you to check it out. Well, that just about does it for the second episode of Living the Dream Acting, the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please join the community by going to Facebook and liking our page. And thanks to all of you who joined this past week. Don't forget to tell your friends about Living the Dream Acting, the podcast and livingthedreamacting.com. And also, if you're enjoying the show, please write us a positive review on iTunes. Thank you again to Matt Knight for his gorgeous voiceovers. Again, you can find out more about Matt by clicking on the Matt Knight link on my website. Also, remember to go there to connect and leave any helpful comments. And thanks again for listening. I'm Christina Kipper-Halstead. Have a great week. And remember, when opportunity knocks, attack the day. Carpe diem! Thank you for listening to Living the Dream Acting, the podcast. Have questions or a story you'd like to share? We'd love to hear from you. 
For more information or to get in touch, please visit our website at livingthedreamacting.com.